No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that the Lord instructs Joshua to take 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan River to set up as a memorial of their miraculous crossing. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Joshua chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. Certain times in our Christian experience are especially memorable. When we first moved to Boise in 1994, we were dirt poor. I mean it. I was struggling to start a church and make ends meet. Christmas was coming and we had no extra money to buy gifts for our children. My wife, Cindy, met with some other pastor's wives and asked them to pray that God would enable us to buy some gifts for our children. The next day, we received a FedEx overnight letter. Inside was a check for $1,000 made out to me personally. It was an unexpected gift from our former church in Sacramento, and they had no way of knowing the need that we had. But God knew. That event was one of the greatest lessons I could ever teach our children on the providence of God. Today, we are going to see where God performed a miracle for the children of Israel that they would always be able to share with their children. We pick it up in Joshua chapter 4. And it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Take for yourselves twelve men from the people, one man from every tribe, and command them, saying, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. We saw in the previous chapter that these twelve men were already selected. Each man would take a stone from the riverbed where the priests stood who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant, one stone for each man for each tribe. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, Cross over before the Ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and each one of you Take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it crossed over the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. These 12 stones would be set up in a pile and become a memorial to the miraculous crossing of the Jordan River. It would be a monument to future generations of what God did that day in stopping up the river and opening up the promised land to them. God often gave the children of Israel instructions and signs to teach their children of the things that he did with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. These would be teaching opportunities in the future. 
so that the faith of Israel could pass from one generation to the next. You know, it is important to have memorial stones of our own. These can be physical mementos or stories of God's faithfulness. Do your children know your stories of faith? Do they know how God has miraculously answered prayer for you in the past? This is the way we share our faith from one generation to the next. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But if we fail to catch the attention of our children and grandchildren for spiritual things, then the world certainly will capture their hearts for fleshly things. Never has the challenge been greater to compete with so much media and so many devices to engage the hearts of our children. May God help us to take every opportunity to bring out our memorial stones so that our children and grandchildren will have a firm basis for faith in the Lord. And the children of Israel did so, just as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones from the midst of the Jordan, as the Lord had spoken to Joshua according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, and carried them over with them to the place where they lodged, and laid them down there. Then Joshua set up twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there to this day. Now, there would be two sets of stones. One would be stacked in Gilgal and would be visible. The other would be stacked in the bottom of the Jordan River in the place where the priest stood. So, imagine that years later you are walking with your grandson through Gilgal and you point out the pile of 12 stones. You tell him that this is where the children of Israel crossed the Jordan River on dry ground when it was at flood stage. Then you explain to your grandson that there is another pile of stones underwater that Joshua set up where the priest stood who carried the Ark of the Covenant. Can I see them, Grandpa? No, they're buried underwater, you explain. But God sees them. Likewise, we have a hidden life that no one sees and the life that is visible to others. We were buried with Christ through baptism. Our old life of sin was crucified. Our children and grandchildren don't see that, but to us the memorial is always there because we know what we once were. But now we have been raised to a new life in Christ. The memorial stones that our children and grandchildren see are the character and works that God has formed in us through our faith in Jesus Christ. These testify of the miracle that God has done to bring us into the promised land of a walk with Him. Now, back in Deuteronomy 11:18, Moses told the children of Israel, Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of the heavens above the earth. It is possible to experience heavenly days on earth. 
These come as the fruit of laying up the words of God in our hearts, living them out, and teaching them to our children. Then our days will be multiplied on the earth, and we will rejoice in the Lord and in His wonderful blessings. Verse 10, So the priests who bore the ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to the people according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. And the people hurried and crossed over. Then it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over that the ark of the Lord and the priests crossed over in the presence of the people. The priests bearing the ark faithfully stood their ground in the middle of the Jordan River until the last person crossed over. And the men of Reuben, the men of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed before the children of Israel as Moses had spoken to them. About 40,000 prepared for war, crossed over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. These were the soldiers from the two and a half tribes who had taken their inheritance on the eastern side of the Jordan. They would help their brothers gain their inheritance as they had promised Moses before they would return to their own families and towns. Verse 14, On that day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they feared him as they had feared Moses all the days of his life. Therefore the miraculous crossing of the Jordan was a sign to their enemies that God was with Israel, a sign to the children of Israel that God opened the way to them to enter the promised land, and a sign that God was with Joshua and his leadership as he had been with Moses. God is very resourceful. Then the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Command the priests who bear the ark of the testimony to come up from the Jordan. Joshua therefore commanded the priests, saying, Come up from the Jordan. And it came to pass, when the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord had come up from the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet touched the dry land, that the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its banks as before. Now the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. It's interesting that they crossed the Jordan River and entered the Promised Land the same day of the year that Moses told them to take the Passover lamb and bring it into their homes. Now, I have no idea what the significance of this is, but I thought I'd mention it. Verse 20, And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel, saying, When your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What are these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over, that all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever." So, what memorial stones do you have of God's faithfulness to show that He is mighty to save?
These could very well be the means by which the peoples of the earth, the people that you know, may know the hand of the Lord that is mighty to save. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see that God tells Joshua to circumcise the sons of Israel who were born in the wilderness. Afterwards, Joshua meets the commander of the Lord's army. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Joshua on Simply the Bible.